Welcome to the podcast. What, what is this? It's not English. No, no, it's not. Where are the horns? This is the one song that properly represents my mood right now. Who is it? It's the Crash Test Dummies. Oh my gosh. This is, hey, shut up. This is me right now. Doing okay? Apparently not. I just played this song on repeat Saturday night with my AirPods on. These guys are Canadian. You don't know this song? It's been a while. This is from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, okay. When, when yeah. Lloyd's. <laughs> there, now it's coming back to me. <laughs> Just when I thought you couldn't do it, possibly any dumber. <laughs> oh. Happy Sunday. It's probably Monday when you listen to this. In a couple of weeks. My friend, been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to take a pull of this Cody Road here. Now I just see Lloyd. Lloyd! Lloyd! Harry! <laughs> Harry! Traded the van for it straight up. Uh, 40 miles per gallon on this hog. And then they like pee on each other when they ride into Aspen. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Of course, we are <laughs> presented by our great friends at Mechdyne and the Mechdyne Corporation. I actually got a text from uh, Chris Clover. I saw from Chris. Mech- I saw Chris. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he he's in love with this basketball team, Blue. He's in love with them. Hey, good reason to be. It's not all. Yeah. It's not all sad tonight. Not all bad news. <sighs> no. One of uh, fifty-nine teams now left with no losses. Wow! Look at basketball. Otzelberger, man. Yeah. I Who mean, just thought? what a home run hire. Slam dunk that one was. This week, yeah. will, tell, this week will tell us a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, we're learning a little bit yeah. more yeah. No, coming up. Fun. But I will say, um, we'll, we'll do a basketball segment. Yeah. But they have exceeded my expectations. And, I mean, my expectations really weren't high. But, th- like, I – we kind of touched on this, but I could see a pathway to some Big 12 wins for this team. Agreed. And, you know, and, and we'll spend more time. What would really help this team – is if Hilton is yeah full because they need the way they're going to play is going to really fuel be fueled by yeah. that and I and I think the Iowa game will have a great crowd and hopefully that's the start of it but this team is fun they're they're clearly if they make shots they're going to be really good it's not going to happen as much as it did uh, on Sunday night but a full crowd even though some of those McDermott teams even Fred's first team they were they competed with the 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 elite programs yeah. For 35 minutes, and they'd kind of wear it at the yeah. end. Uh, I think this team will probably be similar, but with a full crowd to keep that intensity up, those three can guard so well. I mean, we saw that with Oregon State. Oregon State's not Kansas or Texas, but uh, the crowd was great. And, I mean, they only scored 60 points in one. There you go. I mean, it's, if if, if uh, they get help from get a boost from that, I think uh, that could be a really tough place to play this year for other teams. All right, that's that's coming up later yep. in the pod. Um Again, thanks to our friends at Mechdyne. Check them out at mechdyne.com. Celebrating 25 years of partnering with global clients to deliver innovative technology solutions and services. Great partner of ours here at Cyclone Fanatic. I also, um, all of our podcasts this week are presented by the Cyclone Fanatic 
store, cyclonefanaticshop.com, cyclonefanaticshop.com for your officially licensed Iowa State gear and not officially licensed Iowa State gear. Uh, that's where you can find a lot of our player t-shirts. I know Mike Martz, who's in charge of the store, is going to be doing deals on all of the t-shirts, the football t-shirts, um, kind of a send out to the seniors awesome. because they get paid for this. That's right. There's a way to thank them. <laughs> yeah. It's one way to thank them. Um, legally. But, uh, so yeah, we have our super bash Brothers shirt, which is, I think my favorite shirt we've ever done with Greg Eisworth and Mike Rose, the five star culture shirt with uh, Brees Hall. And then the Brocktober shirt, of course, with the great Brock Purdy. Um, and then we have a brand new release on the store. It is the Cyclones versus the World coffee mug, which is badass. I know that you got one, and so did I. I used it all last week. And th- that is a great stocking stuffer for dad or grandpa or your brother. So check that out. You can also buy the uh, John Walters Iowa State book, The Size Perfect Day, up on Perfect. there. So we've grown a lot. We're not just the – we used to just be a couple of T-shirts. Now you can buy, like, an entire Cyclone Warp robe, and you're supporting what we do, and you're supporting two small businesses when you go to CycloneFanaticShop.com. Also, our friends over in Perry, my main man, Mike Martz. Who doesn't love a good coffee mug? Dude, that's it's a sweet fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's a great deal. <laughs> I know, and it's really cool. It's, it's it, really, really well cool. done. Yeah. yeah, I had I had coffee from that mug this morning. I was like, you know what? Cycle versus the world. I, still. I saw your I saw your tweet. I appreciated that. Uh, all right, Bloom. I yeah I, I I think I took Saturday harder than you did. Not that you didn't take it hard, but man, I was just. The part that got me was that last play. Brock overthrows a yeah. wide open, and Chase Allen's reaction just like, oh, it killed me, man. Like, and then I was listening to post game, waiting for Cyclone reaction, and these guys are like choking up, and it was like I, I wasn't mad. Like, it wasn't because that would have been a great game to win because it would have made you feel really good. It would have been like the championship was out, right? Sure. And we had that whole stupid drama last week. Right? I don't even want to get into it, but we can if we need to. Um, but, like, for me, it was just, like, I really wanted those guys to get that and, like, to win in Norman for the second time in a lot of their careers. Uh, and, it, and it, whatever, it just didn't happen. Um, but I, I was just totally torn up at listening to the post game yeah, and all that smart. stuff. That sucked, man. That just sucked. It sucked. It sucked. And I wasn't even like, oh, we should have won that game. Because, I, I don't know, Iowa State made enough mistakes again where it was like, I mean. Kind of got what you Yeah. Like, I, I didn't. It wasn't like, oh, there's some bad calls. Like, it was, no. no. It was, you just got beat. But you felt like, well, I mean, if they played 10 times, I'm not sure Oklahoma, I'd probably be 50-50. Like, I don't, I don't think Oklahoma's much better than Iowa State. And I come away from that. I'm not impressed with Oklahoma at all after the last month. Yeah, they, I mean, they're, but they threw for 90 yards passing. Kudos. By the way, good, great job of the Iowa State secondary. You know, they were yeah. beat up last week. Yeah. But they played much better. Miles Purchase. Dude, he looked guy, great. Fantastic. He looked really game. good in there. 15, yeah, hell yeah. He had a great day. No, I, I think you're right. Win that one and the – You'd always have that. It's like, yeah, you, you know, we didn't get all these things accomplished that we wanted to, but still were the, you know, only the third time Oklahoma's been beat in Norman by a Big 12 team in the last six years. Like, you'd always have that. You'd always reflect back on the go, you know what? Yes, but we still beat those guys. And mm-hmm. you're right there. And it was like the same movie 
as 2019, which I think makes it hurt even worse because it's like, okay, didn't do it two years ago, didn't do it in the Big 12 championship in a similar situation. But this time, maybe maybe Iowa State can redeem itself uh, for those last two. And, you know, you get down to the 20-yard line, I just couldn't do it. And then, he, then of course, Chris, you heard in, in post game, uh, Chase Allen, who was phenomenal. I mean, talk about a guy that hasn't been talked a lot about, but is is one oh, of those man, all-time cyclones. All-timer. Uh, had a great interview with Eric Haft, and he said, you know, I was going to score that touchdown, and they were we were going to throw it to Kohler for the two-point conversion, and it was going to be justice, and we'd win the game. Like, the plan was essentially to go for two and just get it over with right there, Which, unlike what I, they couldn't do two years ago. So. I think would have been the right call. I, I, I agree. I think it would, I mean. Here's the one The one critique play. I have, and I always had this problem, and I, I, I'd love to talk to, like, Tom Manning or Campbell because they think through it. They know more than I do. I hated the amount of spiking the ball on that line. I, I said that to my dad on first yeah. and 10 when they spiked it. I'm like, what are they, Why? You need a touchdown. You just wasted. Wasted down. You know what I mean? I get like, it. I thought I, I hate similar. It. I hate it when that happens, when my team does it, that. But it, it saves you. I get it. It you know, saves you like 13, 10, 14 seconds. Yeah, I was going to say 10. So yeah. yeah. I, mean, you're, I get it. You're, you're, and I mean, I've never been in a huddle like that where I have this defensive line that's just been dominating me all day. Yep. Salivate. So they. I get like wanting to get your bearings straight, but I was like, you, those downs are just so precious. Absolutely. And man, he was he was so open. <laughs> That's what makes me so sick. Because Brock, Brock's gonna make that throw nine yeah, out of ten times. Yeah, he played so great again in the fourth quarter after running for his life all day. And oh, man, he God. took some vicious shots yesterday. What is, he had? What is your thing on the offensive line? Am I too hard on them? I I wish I knew more than I did about it, the, the whole situation. Ben it's, and I got into it. I a saw bit. that. I saw that on Twitter. You and you know, Ben's thing was, well, the quarterback needs to throw it away. I think Ben's just so, like, partial to the offensive line. Yeah, and they get... They're, <laughs> he's they're, like my brother. I would say that if, if he's here, and I snapped back at him, and we made up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, how is it on the quarterback when every play, every play, it's either the best running back in college football getting two yards or your fifth-year quarterback who's seen everything, or fourth year, I guess. Yeah. He's seen everything. He knows that... Is, I mean, there's a dude in his face in a second and a half. I mean, it's got to be the line. And it takes all five of them to play well together. And it, yeah, I don't, I don't it's know. Frustrating. It's frustrating. It, so, to your point, Cedar, 12 sacks all year coming in. You give up seven. <laughs> so, it's just my something thing. Hap- something happened that wasn't, wasn't great at it's, all. It's just gotten, and I don't know why, and maybe it's injuries. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not a. I, I know for a fact that they, there's some guys up front that are not yeah. healthy. But, but it, they're playing through it. After that Kansas State game, there has been a decline. I thought middle of the season they were actually pretty good. They, they seemed like... It, is yeah, that the no, right I read? Mean, I, and really, up until yes, 12 sacks in 10 the games... The pass pro's been fine. Really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. But you're right. And, and somebody ran the numbers for us. You, know, take, you, you can't do this because stats are... Averages are averages for a reason. But if you take out Brees's, you know, long run since the K-State game, he's averaging like 2.6 yards per carry, which is not good. So it feels like a lot of times there's just nowhere to go. And again, similar thing on, on Saturday where there's just there just wasn't room there. But it's that's been the game plan on Iowa State. And Oklahoma had the defensive line all year that is probably the best in the conference when they want to be and controlled the run game. 
and then could get pressure with four again. And it's just hard. It's hard to out scheme that when you're, you're getting beat up front. So I agree. I don't think, I don't think the line played well. I, what they have is really, they have five guards on that offensive line. I mm-hmm. think you've got a couple guys playing out of position, not their fault. Hufford's not a tackle. He's a guard. Uh, same with Schweiger's not a tackle. He's probably a more natural. I still guard. just can't believe they kept Schweiger at tackle. Why? What? I don't. So is Rimsner is Wims, Rimsburg not a better tackle well, than those he's guys? Been hurt. Okay. So he got okay. hurt. See, we don't know. This. No, I know, and they don't. They they really. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would share more of this because then I think you'd get less heat. You'd get less heat yeah, off. Yeah, of then the it'd staff. be no doubt. But they don't want to. But they're such into like we're not making excuses. Next guy up, we'll figure it out. Like they yeah. don't want to. Matt's never going to be, and that whole staff's going to be like, well. If, if, if we would tell you the injuries, then you're going to just say, well, that's an excuse. So they're just not even going to let it be. They're just well, going to play, play it out there. But no, they uh, Remsburg got hurt in the, in the Fiesta Bowl, and he still is dealing with something where he hasn't ever been up to full speed from the way I understand So it. he gets a redshirt year then. Yes. That's good. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the other tackle, uh, Foster. Foster's now hurt. Now, he wasn't hurt when he got pulled. Yeah, or replaced. Well, he by was Hufford. getting killed when he got pulled. So, and then, um, and then Newell's dealing with something. Yeah, he's playing through it. Okay, uh, so you, the heart in these guys, like I, yeah, I, I keep coming back. Like no, you can't I will never doubt that. Destroy them because they're they're playing yeah. through a lot of stuff. I will no, never they, doubt that. That that was the difference in the game yesterday. That's been the, in my opinion, like the big difference in the season is that that just that wasn't a step forward. In fact, it was a step back. Which I agree. We all yep. thought it would be a step forward and. I mean, well, listen, that's not the only thing that's gone wrong. Like, but they've been so freaking close. And I and they got they were so good at the end of last year. Yeah. Remember they just pummeled Oregon. Oh man, they're they pummeled them all West over Virginia. The they pummeled K State. And yeah. it just hasn't this year they haven't been able to do that really at all. It's funny you said that about Campbell and the no excuse thing, because I, I was at this at the end of last week where well, it was exhausting last week because I, I stayed out of it. Legit, when I saw the Campbell news, Stansbury sent it to me. I was, I don't even know what I was doing. I was in the middle of something. Stansbury um, sent it to me and was like, hey, uh, Campbell just snapped on a reporter. And I was like, well, that that's weird. That doesn't happen very often. He sends it to me, and I was like, oh, um, yeah, but, man, that that's not that bad. I didn't, I didn't even comment on the content of what he said. I was just like, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, because like he, he just he says it all the time like it, you know when you I always say this to my wife like the more you nag at me the less I'm gonna pay attention like because it just drowns out sure right and like when Campbell talks about processes and stuff I'm like I, I at this point I'm just kind of like oh it's just more Matt's deals Matt yeah like and it's it's just Matt but you you said about the excuse thing and and I'm at the point now where well I don't blame him for not saying anything in press conferences mm-hmm. look at what happened correct it was freaking like on the big Fox like they they trotted Brady Quinn out there like he was a damn like Kirk Herbstreit I didn't see any of that oh and then Bob Stoop starts killing Matt like Man. it was it was embarrassing they didn't even show. Like the thirty second clip, they showed like ten seconds and killed the thing. Ugh, that's if you know. No wonder like these coaches don't say anything. Anymore. Yeah, why would you? And all the aggregates out there, yeah. like uh, that's the problem. Like I was talking to Chris Hassel, who's a buddy of ours, and I was like, "No, I don't blame you." Uh, it's he had, the system. I, I think that Quinn had a bad opinion, 
which I didn't care for, but it was an uneducated one because he doesn't watch Matt all the time. The problem is when you guys put it out like that, and I said this to Murph too, then all these aggregates pick it up. Mm-hmm. So then it's on Sports Illustrated, and they just take bits and pieces just to kill somebody. There were like 12 of those the other day, and it was maddening to me. And I was like, well, this is why people hate the media. This is why. And it, There's and, no context here. And those who have been around it, I, I didn't think I didn't, I didn't think, think anything twice. of I was like, it. You know, it's. I mean, I get that, it. I said, like, the, I, I said the same. Oh, that's just that's just Campbell. Like I didn't. It, uh, but anyways, it was a frustrating week. The yeah. whole week sucked. I, I, um, I really hated this week. Um, I hated that game yesterday. I hated everything about it. Like I just. I thought they were better than Oklahoma yesterday. And I'm like, why can't this team pull these games out at the end? But I've come to the resort of kind of like what we've talked about with turnovers, things tend to even out. We talked about this in the preseason. Like, how could this thing go wrong? And they're not winning close games. And there you go. I thought Charlie said it well after the game. He's like, I don't have an answer. And I, that's a really good answer because. Yeah. I mean, his quote was like, if they had the answer, then it would have been fixed by now. His. His quote was just tremendous. I mean, I thought so too. I mean, he the guy, the guy gets it. So, and then that was the hardest thing. You know what? The game's over, <sighs> and it's tough. You just lost a heartbreaker, but that guy who just played incredible, probably his best game as a Cyclone oh, in his hometown. He was incredible, and he's broken up about it. And and you know we're we're wrapping up things. Uh, 10 minutes after the game, and here comes Kohler out of the Iowa State locker room into the tunnel, so we can see the tunnel from up in the press box. And he's standing there by himself. He's not doing this for any type of attention, but he's standing there by himself in his full pads, kind of with his head bowed, and just in a moment of reflection, like, man, just left it all out there. And you saw him, I could see him, you know, uh, say a little prayer, and then walk back. I mean, he's like that. That's his last road game. Like he'll ever play in in an Iowa State uniform. He's got two games left, and that's when it kind of hit me. Probably everybody else. And then they go in the. Then he does the the post game, and Chase mm-hmm. has the post game where he just says, basically, "I love Chase. I love Charlie Kohler. He works way harder than anybody realized. He'll have success in life no matter what." He goes, "I love the guy." Um, but now that was the one last game. You're like, yeah, okay, win that one, make a statement now. It's the finality of it. Mm-hmm. Now you've got two games left with th- this crew, and uh, and it's over. And I think that's that's the hard part is um, the writing is is pretty much on the wall now. I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. GravitateCoworking.com. Hey, guess what? Second week in a row, we had yes. a dude go in and say horns down <laughs> and get a free day at Gravitate Coworking in Cedar Falls. How phenomenal is that? I love our listeners. Still qualifies. What qualified? Yeah. Texas lost again. Yeah. No, he said we'll do it again. Okay, we're yeah, we're going to keep, keep it going. Right. If you want to go into Gravitate Coworking and get a free day, it's Thanksgiving week. They have beer there. 
go to uh, their location in Cedar Falls and you say to the beautiful secretary, horns down! She's going to let you have a free day. I bet you even if you do that to the Des Moines locations or over in Jefferson, <laughs> they'll let day. you. Come on, one time. One time, Jeff Wood. Um, real quick. Harry! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite Your hands! <laughs> They're freezing! <laughs> The movie was made in 1994. Yeah, we watched it a few weeks, uh, a few months ago. Remember gosh, that that, that Friday night? Outstanding. Yeah, this is a great story for everybody. We're we get often on Friday nights. The Blooms and us will get together, and basically it's a for our kids to just occupy one another, Correct. and then we can drink. This is what parenting is. Yeah, Bloom and I had had a few cocktails, and we just decided to fire up Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> what a night! That was like the highlight of my summer. Uh, That's how lame I am. Nineteen ninety four. Um. So, shout out to our friends at FarmStoryMeats.com. We have another deal this week. It's the last tailgate. Yes. And then, but by the holidays, always deliver. Yes. Um, FarmStoryMeats.com. Bacon. Yes. That's your code. Bacon. Simple. So. What you will earn is a free Applewood shoulder bacon. With any purchase, use the code BACON, B-A-C-O-N, Applewood shoulder bacon. Now, I had that bacon that he sent me. Um, I, I made it. I told you about it last yeah, week, yeah. and it was incredible. Like, I, I ate it all week with, like, eggs and stuff. Like, it was phenomenal. Also, I want to remind everybody um, about Small Business Saturday, which is coming up. And I want to remind you about our friends at Farm Story Meats. Support not only one great small business, but a bunch of local farmers as well. Go straight to them. Farmstorymeats.com. What a cool, cool little company. Um, Okay, let's do a couple of hits here. The bull projections right now. I was thinking about this today. Uh, interesting. I, I was actually talking to old Randy Peterson tonight about this. Yeah, I haven't looked into it much. I just pulled up Jerry Palm. I mean, I mean, if if there's two Big Twelve teams in the New Year's Six, why would State be at Texas? Potentially, or Orlando. Really? I think so. Yeah. So here's. So that's assuming they beat TCU. Yeah. Is a fifteen yeah, point favorite. Right. Right. So let's let's go into the assumption that Iowa State. Beats TCU. I think the likelihood of the Big 12 getting two in the New Year's Six is very high. I do too. Because either, you know, Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, and yeah. Oklahoma's definitely in a New Year's Six game. Oklahoma State wins, they're definitely in one. And then Baylor, you know, probably sneaks in there, or even OU. Now, the interesting part is because the Pac 12 probably won't have a top 12 team, and neither were the ACC, you're going to have to finish probably in the top 10 of the standings to get an at large. I think. Two of those three, they'll probably will. And if that's the case, the outlier then goes to the Alamo. So the Alamo for Iowa State is out. Like you can, you can give that one the boot. Sorry to my friends in San Antonio. Not going there. The next in line is Cheese It in Orlando. But here's the interesting part, C-Dub. K-State, if it beats Texas in Austin this weekend, oh, will no. be 8-4. and four. Yeah, and Iowa State and K State would have the same record. This is the same thing that happened last time. 
I, in Orlando. I, and this this has nothing to do with the Iowa State fans. Because Iowa State went there two years ago, I would bet Cheez-It, Mr. King Cheez-It, picks K-State over Iowa State. Well, and Iowa State got the nod over them last time. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And then that would mean Iowa State would go to the Texas Bowl. The Texas Bowl. So we're not thinking Liberty then. I think the Liberty would be worst case. That's either a loss to TCU and or only one team gets in to the New Year's Six. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Yeah, so I, I I would say... That's kind of a bummer. I'd rather go to the Liberty than the Texas. Bowl. Well, I think the Texas is the most likely right now, and that's a Tuesday night, January 4th, which Tuesday. is really hard for that travel sucks. purposes. That sucks. It would be against the SEC and potentially Mike Leach again. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm seeing right there. <laughs> At Mississippi State. Hey, we could do the process pirate shirts again. We did the last <laughs> time. We'll just, whatever. So I, I, but it, I would say, Chris, I think Liberty's Liberty's the worst case. Uh, Phoenix is off the table for the whatever that thing is. Um, cheese it. No, cheese it is the cheese old it's camping now world. Our, yeah, camping world is no longer. Alamo's not. See, if we win on Saturday, Alamo's probably where you're looking. You had a good shot yeah, at it. Yeah, if I was to beat Oklahoma, it's definitely Alamo. Yeah. God, that sucks. So I, but again, I That's talk, the best bowl game you can Ar- get to. Orlando is on the 29th. Uh, January 4th, or January. Tuesday night against Mississippi State. Well, I mean, listen, I would rather go to Memphis, though. Like, I just think you get more crowd. That's I think an SEC that, game yeah. as well. Now it's one step down from... I don't really care. In my opinion, all these bowls are the same. Yeah. Now that you've gone to the Fiesta, like... It, and, and then Liberty is the 29th as well. I, Benner tweeted us, or commented on the forums. So mm-hmm. Would you rather go to Houston or Memphis again? That, that's interesting. Haven't been to Houston since 2005. Yeah. And that was a the Jason Berryman. Jason had Berryman the, game. One yeah. of the great halves in the history Incredible. of Iowa State football. Yep. That's when he first got introduced to the Froghorn. Yeah. And then the Noxious Frog Chick-fil-A sponsored that game, and those damn cows were on the thing sure. all day. Like it, uh, oh. I think it was the actually the EV1.net. Oh, well, Chick-fil-A ball. was all they over were all over there. damn thing. And we, there were, there were at the time... There was not a Chick Fil A in Iowa, so we it was like, what, are these, what, is, what this is this cow? Eat what more chicken. Yeah, what are they doing? Mm, there was this girl who. Um, okay, so, <laughs> there's your there's so your yeah, bowl update. It's either going to be the 29th in Liberty and or Orlando or um, January 4th, which yeah, I don't that's like hard. That. That I mean, what do you do as of as of? So school would be starting again. It's a Tuesday after the New Year. I think it's that's be that'd be a hard travel. Now you would be on national TV in a great time slot. The TBA, it's still TBA, as far as uh, when that game would kick off. I, I, I so saw eight o'clock. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. Night game. So that's the last game that's not the championship. Hey, game. Uh, but that would allow the oh well, we played in a January January bowl game. game. <laughs> Run up the stats. Yeah. Run up the score. Yep. Two in a uh, row. Two January Bowl games in a row. Potentially. <laughs> God. Um, okay. So there we have that. Whatever. Like, what, I, what thought? Any thoughts on TCU? I mean, other than Senior Day. Man, I. No, they almost lost to Kansas. Right. I mean, I would. Duggan like, played. I'd like to think that Iowa State. Where does Duggan transfer to? I don't know. I was wondering about does Iowa State. Do you look at a transfer quarterback? 
or are we just Oof. like good with Deckers? I don't know. That's a big time question. I think that they love Deckers. Like I, I know my, that. My gut is that they're just going to roll with Deckers. But like if a guy like Duggan's like, hey, but even the way they grabbed uh, Charlie Kohler's brother two years ago when Brock was a young younger guy. Maybe you get a guy like that yeah. who's not going to come in to start. Right, but we'll be there. Yeah, to- I, I, listen, I'm not trying to drum it up. I actually thought Decker's, uh, they had the bad interception, but he settled in nicely. Yeah, and man, it's fun to watch a quarterback sneak. Yeah. It wasn't even dramatic, just although he dropped the ball. Can I make one comment in defense of Tom Herman? Or not Tom Herman, Tom Manning? Yeah. He's, he's, had, he's had a rough uh, couple the, So a lot of people hours. were killing him. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. At the end of the half. And, like, my point is, okay, just lining up and playing straight football was getting the quarterback killed. It literally got him knocked out of the game. You couldn't run. There were three Sooners in the backfield within two seconds of every play. I actually like trying to do some trickery and just switch things up because you had to get their timing off. Like, they were in such a rhythm defensively. So, I actually... And again, uh, not an offensive coordinator, but I, I will come to defense of Tom Manning on that one. Like I don't think he was. I, yeah, I mean, they, you're if right. Brock they doesn't could, fumble that. Like when, when they you, probably win. When you can't run traditional can't plays, anything. then you got to look at something else. The one thing that I thought was kind of weird was that there was a second and one, or whatever, third and one, and they couldn't get a yard. They tried the one like pitch play to Hall and then yeah. the Purdy run. Yeah. But to your point, when you can't just line up and get a yard, then you got to do s- some strange things, and strange things can look horrible. The other thing that was that looked horrible was the the botched double pass, which clearly they know that, like they know the rule. They're not that that Deckers should have handed that ball off. They tried a lot of things. I mean, can't knock the guy for creativity. Uh, on Saturday, they 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 roll it out there, but I th- Chris, I think you're dead on when when you can't run the ball. I mean, I was you can't protect even they even the quick hitting routes. He had no time. I mean, there was guys just coming was, up the middle. My, wor- my my dad like my dad wants every play to be a forty yard bomb. I'm like, Dad, he he didn't have time. There no, there was no time. It was crazy. He's like, do our receivers can our receivers not? Go? No, they can. But he doesn't have time. And it made you think, like, do they know the snap count? Like, they were yeah, just it was timing insane. it. It made me... Long day for Brock. He, he as I was, was going to say earlier, he gets knocked out. He comes back on the field. He has this gash on the side of his face. Like, just... So, is that what they were fixing? No, it was concussion protocol. Oh, okay. But, but he... I mean, that when you get hit that hard, like, there was a, you know, a contusion yeah. there, too. From the helmet. From the helmet. Yeah. And I don't... Was that one targeting? I think it's got to, you got to look at it. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I didn't do, know. What are we doing? I mean, like it was so shoulder, but it did it, hit him in the yeah, head. Yeah, but he so. still launched. And the thing, yeah. it, it's tricky when he's running like that. He's no longer a quarterback. He's not a defenseless player because yeah. he's a runner. Yeah. But still, that's pretty vicious. And in the rule, it it still says if you target the head or neck area, even with your shoulder, it's still potentially targeting. So I, I know it looked it looked horrible. But I'm glad he's. I'm glad he came back in the game. I think you guys made this point on reaction. I didn't think he was coming back. That I was concerned, just like everybody else. Yeah. He gets knocked out and then is out for senior oh, day. Man, that would have awful. That would have been terrible. But he's he. What a gamer! What a gamer to come back in that game. All right, um, let's do some basketball and then we'll play, and then we'll play. I guess the point spreads coming up here. 
um, with Brent Bloom as it's going to be a weird, 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 weird week because of the man. You got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday games. You got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, plus Thanksgiving. All right, I found it real quick. Got room for one more if you still want to go to Aspen. Where did you find that? Some kid back in town. Traded the van for it straight up. I can get 70 miles to the gallon on this hog. 70, not 40. Stand correct. (laughs) You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> Do you know uh, Jim Carrey spent some time living in Iowa? Uh, no. Yeah, he did. And Fairfield. Really? Yep. He uh, attended the Maharishi. Have you heard of the Maharishis? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Maharishis. Yep. Good people. Uh, Jim Carrey spent some time at the Maharishi University. Swear to God. Man, there's a lot of great Iowa stories like that. Yeah. Jim, like he... Spent numerous weeks there learning from the Maharishis. Really? Mm-hmm. Alex Gookin, also from Fairfield. <sighs> Shout out to Gook. Cyclone Twitter. All right, Bloom uh, was on the call tonight of the basketball game. Was kind enough to swing over and do the pod. Uh, really impressive game. Iowa State uh, just throttles Grambling. Um, our, our guy Jazz. Jazz goes off. We were so high on jazz this 80, summer. 82-47. And that's the jazz we all well, maybe not that. That was well, insane. Here's the deal though. And this I tweeted this during the game after like his third three. I'm like, I don't think enough people realize how much time he missed. Like he's just now like starting to get into basketball shape. So I mean I don't think he's gonna hit five threes every night sure. out. But he's he's only going to get better. He's 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 a big guy. Yeah, like I, I think sitting courtside, you get appreciation. You know, they don't they don't. Uh, you can speak more to this, but they don't lie on the heights anymore. <laughs> no, uh, like that's been done in the past. T.J. Otzelberger is very. He is very much a. You're measured without your shoes on. That's and, his thing. And his he's six eight. Yeah. So he actually played probably ten minutes tonight at the five, which is nice. And so the problem is T.J.'s philosophy on this is when the, these guys all want to be NBA players. Mm-hmm. And when they go to the combine... You're two inches shorter. Yeah, and what you don't want is the first reaction from a scout to be like, oh, he's not that tall. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you may as well be what they, what you have written down, and it's going to help you. And um, a lot of these guys are like, oh, I'm seven one. Well, no, you're not. You're actually 6'10 or 6'11". And it plays down egos and plays up more to the team thing. This is a very 
um, big sticking point for him. Yep. And so that's why if you, I mean, there's not a lot of guys left, but a lot of guys shrunk this year. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Funny story. That's why, that. but that's it. That's the basis behind it. Funny story about heights and maybe the most famous. Would you like some more Cody Rowe? Uh, I'll do a little bit more. All right. Celebrate jazz. Yeah. Jazz five, three. It. They probably drink bourbon in Slovenia. I think, uh, I don't know that, but so funny height story. One of the Iowa State's most famous big guys, Kelvin Cato, when he first got to campus, uh, he was seven foot tall. He measured at seven foot tall, but he asked he asked the sports information director to put him at six eleven because he didn't want the pressure of a seven footer. Wow! Yeah. So he was listed at six eleven, so it's the opposite. Even though Kelvin was really seven foot tall. Anyway, well, I that mean, was fun. That was when you get well, no the, the, you get no field goals from Brockington yeah. or Kalsher or Condit. That's crazy. You and score eighty two. Score eighty two. So this week it it yeah it gets real. Take it up a notch. Yep. Um, Xavier, who just beat a top twenty five Ohio State team over the last week, um, it looks like on Ken Palm Iowa State will be a eight or nine point underdog in that game. Okay, is what it what it looks like. And then um, the other two teams that are going to be there, I mean, it could be three top 25 teams I, and then Iowa it, State. I think it will be. Okay. And interestingly, 59 undefeated teams left in college basketball. All four of the teams oh. in that tip-off are undefeated. Yeah, I haven't done a ton of prep yet. I'll be I'll be out there. Yeah, I can't wait for you to go to Brooklyn. Looking forward to that. Um, Scotty Christofferson and I will have the radio call. So you'll get some. Uh, you'll get a pod, at least one podcast cool. uh, while we are out there in Brooklyn. Uh, but no, I, I like I said. Listen, you don't overreact to the four zero start. But after what has been transpired, I you don't celebrate it. Yeah, like absolutely. you, you know, like none of these games were gimmies last year. Now you just beat a team eighty two to forty seven. Um, the fact that they went one for twenty from three and still won on Tuesday. I don't care who you're playing. Is a Good been, sign about your defense. Happened nine times. Somebody's done that in the last 25 years. <laughs> that's a hell of a stat. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You know, that's a hell of a in stat. In all of college basketball. Oh, man. But so I think, you know, what, what you can see, and it's obvious, sometimes the shots go in, or, go, go in or they don't. That's part of it. But what doesn't change or what shouldn't change is your movement off the ball, your ability to navigate, your lead guard's, and then defensively, it hasn't really stopped. Now, they've had a couple lulls in there. They had a lull against Alabama State where they let them get way too comfortable. And then tonight, start the game, the first five minutes were pretty sloppy defensively. But other than that, it's been pretty lights out all year. And that travels. And so when you when you shoot the ball like Iowa State did Sunday night, you're going to beat pretty much everybody because if you're consistent enough on the other stuff, then when the ball goes in, you're really good. You're going to lose some games if you don't shoot it well. And this team's not going to shoot it this well probably all year again. It's that consistency, though, in that those other areas, why this team will hang around. And if you can hang around long enough, even with good teams at home, you're going to win some of them because the shots of shots will fall. Look on their Kempom. There's a lot of green there on defense. It's it's good. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. Is not there's a, a lot of green. There, you can you can tell. Like you're not getting fluky stuff here. The you're, ball movement balls, on offense is it, it never you sticks. You can't fake that. Like that yeah. is one thing you cannot fake, no matter the competition. And they. You know, like even Grambling's, Grambling was picked fourth in the SWAC, which isn't saying a whole lot, but they still had a couple high major type guys. What did they and have tonight? Like um, 21 assists on 28 field goals? Yep. 
Exactly. I mean, like every box score has been like, and that. they're just—they're not—they're they're not doing anything out of out of their depth. It just seems, and and by the way, it's been four games, but the growth of Tyrese Hunter from game one to four is unbelievable. He yeah, is, yeah, he is so athletic, and he's already figured out the change of pace thing, and he is a menace on defense. I mean, this guy. I, you know, I saw him six weeks ago. Yeah, and I was like, ah, you know, it's going to be a learning curve. He is so far ahead of even that. He's uh, he's special. I mean, there are just there are not athletes that have played at Iowa State that can do what he can do. It doesn't mean he's a first round pick by any means, but um, he's got some qualities he, that are pretty special. He doesn't look like a freshman. He he, I had one assistant coach tell me he's already our our alpha, and he's a freshman. And he's been there four games. I mean, so he's our, he, not only is he talented. Which is a great compliment next to Brockington. Cor- he's, that dude's yeah, an and Brockington is. But I think that they, the point yeah. is the team already be- knows that Tyrese is their guy. Like, yeah. he's their leader. He, Brockington and Kalisher are there too. But Condit is also a very good leader. But Tyrese has already won over that group of, you know, through his hard work, his production, and his low ego that that this this is Tyrese Hunter's team going forward. I think everybody realizes that this year, but into the future. All right, here we go. It's time to guess the point spreads with Brent Bloom. This is the last week, I'm gonna get emotional, dude. I yeah, it sucks, man. This Where did the last week? This, what happened to this year? This can't be right. Okay, yeah. I, I totally got into college basketball there. Okay. I was like, Oklahoma's playing Utah State? <laughs> what? We have a full week of college football. The only night this week without college football, Monday and Wednesday, I guess. But jam-packed with college. But what do they call it? Feast week? Feast week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's going to be all great. Sorts of basketball. We got all sorts yeah. of basketball. I can't wait. The Maui tournaments in Hawaii. Or, excuse me, the Maui tournaments in Vegas. You know where they're having that tournament? The Maui Invitational? Is it at UNLV? Mandalay Bay. Wow. You know, we were just there. They wiping out a ballroom? I don't know if they're, like, getting rid of the Michael Jackson one show or... I don't remember <laughs> much th- from that. Thanks flying around. Man. No, they're doing it that. They've got an they got arena there. Weird point spread of the week. <laughs> Is this a trap or... Because I want to put the house on somebody here. Kansas State at Texas, Black Friday. Texas minus tuna. That's exactly right. Why would you bet on Texas at this point? I don't know, but they're still power rating is still <laughs> no good. Well, I mean, same with Iowa State. Yeah. Like they're six and five, but the power ratings still, still think great. that they're like top fifteen. Correct. I mean, their numbers are still yeah. I okay. get it. I mean, they did lose to Kansas. Well, they've lost six in a row. They can't beat anybody. If, if they lose seven in a row. Why would you bet on them here? I know, but Sark? No, he's fine. All right. He has to be here. Uh, another weird point If you spread. want to go to Orlando, you need to root for Texas. Then. What do you think the Iowa-Nebraska point spread is? Where's that one? Lincoln. Is this still the Heroes game? Yeah. yeah indeed. Okay. <laughs> Stop checking. I don't know if we got rid of that one or not. Um, In Lincoln? Yeah. Iowa, two. <laughs> Nebraska by three and a half. Seriously? I'd probably lay Ooh. Unit on Iowa, just to, anything above a field goal. It's like God. That's it. What what time is that game? Um, twelve thirty. Is it? It's a Friday. Yeah, Black Friday. 
I don't, I don't know why I want to win that game, honestly. I don't really care. You know, I always would root for Iowa in that game back in the day, but their fans have been such dicks to me this week with the Campbell stuff that I'll probably root for Nebraska. Okay. Their I'm, fans have I'm just right been dicks. Iowa fans have been awful to me this week, and they kind of pissed me off. Nebraska fans just kind of leave me alone. Fair enough. And I make fun of Nebraska way more I, than I yeah. make fun of. I actually am very complimentary of Iowa. But their fans are so jaded because I'm the Cyclone guy that they're just dicks to me. What a world we live in. And then the Hawkeye Nation account saw, after I, the game yeah. trolling Iowa State. During during their game while they were playing. Yeah. If Thanks. we did that with Cyclone oh. Fanatic, do you know the backlash that would go, oh, little brother? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati at East Carolina. Oh, Cincinnati, your soon-to-be playoff team at 30. You're uh, you're vastly underestimating how good East Carolina is. I am. I have. They're pretty good. Okay. 13 and a half. Oh man, that's your biggest miss of the year. Wow. They're not bad. I've not seen. I've not seen the Pirates. Yeah, they're not bad. Okay. You know me. I love my American. Yeah. Well, I did until they tried to sabotage the Big 12. Cincinnati just did SMU. This is one of the biggest like surprises of the week to me. TCU at Iowa State. We already you said it. That is 15. It lot. opened at 16. It's at 15 now. I saw 14 and a half. Whew. Ohio State at Michigan. Not Big 12, but vastly relevant. Michigan, the numbers still love Michigan. Still, Ohio Jeez. State is on it. What about Mel Tucker? Ooh, take the contract, my friend. Uh, this is this is 12 and a half. I need to go and check out some Michigan State message boards after that game. Uh, what do you do there? Yeah, 12 and a half? Eight. Oh, okay. But it's at Michigan, so. Yeah. What time is that game? Saturday. Um, Saturday. Hello. Watch that one. Hold on. I need to not do yakety sex on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I just I just need to be able to pull just, it up. Just probably should just download it at this point. Yeah. I don't really want to pay for it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Benny Hill is... Benny Hill's been dead for... <laughs> well, you like, I mean, the family gets the royalties. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right. Back to... Thank you, Benny. We're back. That's got to be Saturday, though. Anyway. Uh, you wanted Michigan-Ohio State time? That's Saturday at 11. All right. I think that game's always at that time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Houston at UConn. Oh, boy. Ooh, man. <laughs> 20, 29. 32 and a half. That's Yeah. Not bad. Texas Tech, Baylor. At Baylor. Nice of Tech. That quarterback looked like Vince Young against Iowa State. He was terrible. He was awesome. I watched that game because I was rooting for Oklahoma State at this point to maybe get, sneak into the playoff, and I want him to kick Oklahoma's ass next week. Unreal. That I, guy was – that was one of the worst quarterback performances of the year. Completely lifeless. How does that happen? You get up for Iowa State. So Super Bowl. Maybe they needed their radio announcers there. Yeah, and uh, by the way, those guys totally deserve to be suspended. 100%. I will not be one of those media guys. Everything, no. those guys no. completely. Can't say that. They crossed a line like 10 times. <laughs> way, way too far. I mean, we. Way too far. We all like, will complain about calls. I've never been like, hey, here's the guy's name. Harass him online. Jeez. Hey, our pal, Eric Heft, did. Refer to the one official for the Hutchinson play by name. He may have called him a loser. <laughs> this week? No. Oh. 
the Oklahoma State Hutchinson oh. the okay. taunting. Well, I mean that was very deserved. But that, but that was a bad call. Yeah. No, these guys were way like they went for ten minutes. It was way too much. Anyway. Yeah, it was complete. And then did you? Oh yeah, whatever. Was Tech and who? Baylor. Oh gosh, in Waco. Yeah. Ah, oh, sixteen. Fifteen. Are you sure you're not looking? I'm not looking at a thing. I was busy watching Jazz make threes all night. I've been in Clorinda all weekend. My wife worked all weekend. It's just to, been. Could you go to Jeff Pizzas? Jeff Jeff's, Jay's Pizza. Jay's Jay's Pizza. Come on. Jeff's is the name. Do bear shit in the woods? Do you think I went to Jay's Pizza? Of course I did. <laughs> you don't go to Clorinda, Iowa, and not go to Jay's Pizza. Is the Ice House still open? Oh yeah. Okay. Right over by the uh, Cobblestone Inn what and Suites. What about the Runza? Oh yeah. All right. Got everything. Shittily D. Uh, West Virginia at Kansas. Senior day in Lawrence. <laughs> Did they have any? Oh, West Virginia. 14 and a half. 15 and a half. God damn, Bloom. You're good. Bedlam. Yeah. In Stillwater. There's part this of me that sneaky. wants to just not fly back with the team, get a flight to OKC, and drive down to this one. I give it. This would be a hell of a game. Oklahoma State is playing so great right now. I would. I would. This would be my lock of the week. They think they should be undefeated. They're claiming the bad spot. Oh God! Did the men in Ames? Uh, two and a half for Okie State. Four. You win. I like uh, Okie State there. Our well, uh, two lane green wave at Memphis. Memphis, nine and a half. Five and a half. What about my uh, South Carolina Gamecocks? They're bowl the eligible. Yeah. He's doing a really good job there, Mr. Beamer. That was fun. Uh, you know, I was down at my mom and dad's, and we watched South Carolina last night because there was really not many good yeah, games Yeah, it was on. not much. Yes. So we watched South Carolina-Auburn, and they won. Who do they play? Uh, Clemson. We hate Clemson in our house. Clemson, 14. 11. I would play South Carolina. All I right. really would. They're playing really well. Quickly, three big jobs in college football open. Yeah, who that's you, it. Who, that's who it for you, guess the point spreads. Who are you targeting? Florida, LSU, well, USC. Is that there's dominoes here? Okay. I mean, Florida is Florida look at Lane Kiffin. I mean, there's a lot of rumors that Miami was going to fire Diaz and that he would end up there. I think I think Lane would. I, Florida would be a home run for him. Like, he'd be dumb not to go there over Miami. Yeah. Just because the ACC is so far behind television mm-hmm. money. Um, I mean, Campbell's going to get notified. Or he... Going to be floated for all three? I don't think he's good. I don't think Campbell after this year could get USC or LSU. Doesn't Billy Napier get... He's got to be one of them. He that's can't get big, LSU. I don't think... That's but a big jump, If you're though. Florida... Yeah. I think Bill O'Brien will be mentioned Um Florida. Now, Campbell's getting serious mentions with Washington. That seems like a really weird fit that's to a, me. That's that's strange. I don't see Matt as like a Pacific Northwest guy. Yeah. The BYU coach seems like a total natural home run for them. I've also heard Chip Kelly getting out of UCLA and going. Washington is arguably a better job than UCLA. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I do too. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. This stuff's not. This is gonna heat up. 
next two weeks will be really interesting. Yeah, and you're going to hear Matt's name all over the place. Not for well, him necessarily. I'll, but. I'll, I'll say this too, just a shameless plug. <laughs> my, my daughter just snuck up behind me and scared the hell out of me. Hey, Cammy, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. We're going to tell. How about you tell everybody? Happy Thanksgiving, and tell them thank you for listening to Daddy's Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Daddy's Podcast. Oh, man. Isn't she perfect, She's a pro. Everybody. She's a pro. We're almost done. You stay right here, and then I'll go tuck you in, okay? Um, where was I at? Oh, the premium deal. I'll keep you as updated as I can. Yeah. I'm not making any promises. For sure. This stuff and you're is, not going to make it up to make it up no, either. No, I refuse to do that. Yep. Like, So if you join premium and you want to update every hour like i'm not going to do that because it but i will if i'm hearing anything uh and i'm not right now like i think matt campbell is i i think he's going to be at iowa state next year yep for everything i've heard at this point so like there's nothing to update no but you're going to hear his name yes so again not on his end necessarily to me like yeah florida opening was weird james franklin was the one i was worried about for iowa state because it was like that would be a perfect fit for matt but, Penn, like, Penn where State. does Luke Fickle go? Th- this yeah, is interesting to that's me. That's another one. Would Matt ever leave for Cincinnati? Who? No. In the Big 12? No. Okay. All right. I don't know. I just, I, I'm not insinuating you would. No, but I'm, I'm saying, like, everybody I talk to says now that they're in the Big 12, that's one of the best jobs in the I, Big 12. I think it's, everybody tells I think it's me a that. great job. I would have a hard time ever thinking... Matt will recruit go. all those guys and then go play against them. Correct. I agree with you, a hundred percent. but I just wanted to bounce it off. Sure. Of you. No, it's a. It's a. That's why Fickle may not leave. Well, and my thing though, like Good if job. because Fickle, like Fickle's a lot like Matt, in my opinion. Like I don't think Fickle's just going to be like, oh, I'll go take Washington. Well, he's had other chances to leave. Yeah, like, he hasn't. And now he's. But if of, like Franklin would get LSU, which I don't think he will. Like would would Fickle take Penn State maybe, mm-hmm. or would Matt take Penn State maybe? Like those are the jobs that are more to me. Like I don't, I have a hard time believing Matt would ever be like, yeah, I want to go to LSU and go head to head with Saban every year. Yeah, I, I I agree. Right, and Matt's just not an SEC guy to me. He's where he is, or he's a Big Ten guy. Like that that would be my. So I mean, as far as that goes. Fickle's really the interesting. It it sounds like USC has an offer to Fickle, and they're waiting on him to, because mm. their guy used to be at uh, Cincinnati, their AD. Yes, I believe. So. I hope Fickle and Matt both stay because I think that could be, be a really great. cool. Well, those are your... that could be a really cool rivalry going forward. I mean, just think about it. You got Cincinnati, and Baylor, Oklahoma State. All could potentially be New Year's Six bowl games this year. Like it's a. So not not a bad uh, start to whenever this thing comes together. There's well, for what it's worth, I gun to my head right now. I would say Matt Campbell is going to be in Ames. So I I will one hundred percent agree with you. All right, uh, Bloom. Thank you. We appreciate you. Hey, have fun in Brooklyn, my I, friend. I will. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you've been doing a really good job. You and Scott are awesome together. I, I've heard so many Iowa State fans, and I would echo it. Be like, I wish these guys could call every game. It's a good pair. Uh, I'm so glad Scott's on our team here he's at Cyclone awesome. Fanatic and looking forward to doing some radio he's, with him. He's a first-class guy, and, and he was pumped up to 
get to spend some time with you. And I said, be prepared, my friend. What does that mean? Well, I'd say you, you in the big city, I don't know. Things could get weird. <laughs> I'm a lot better. Often, I'm a lot better. Williams goes to Brooklyn. I'm a lot better in the big city than I was ten years I, ago. I, I know you are. Yeah. I actually really like. I was. I hated New York at first. I love it now. I hate L.A. Like I never want to go back to L.A. in my life. I hate that city. I actually really like New York. New York's got so much like cool history and like, and so does Brooklyn in particular. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Tuesday, like I don't really. I'll go to practice and then i'm gonna do some writing i'll probably do a little bit for cakes and oh but like i have i'm gonna go see the sites and then thursday scott and i are gonna have a romantic thanksgiving dinner together i'm gonna get some stories from the old hoiberg day i'm kidding uh but no it i'm looking forward yeah, to have it fun and get a couple get get it one win let's go one and one out there at least no two and oh baby okay set my sights clones are gonna be ranked in the top 25 you yeah, one-on-one one would be great. I would take one-on-one. One. Sign me up for that right now. And then we'll hold down the four to names with 61,000. And if you can, and again, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of the this stuff. Is but this is important. These guys, I mean, there's 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 countless numbers that this will be the last time they play in Jack Trey Stadium. So uh, enjoy it. And uh, let's send uh, the Horn Frogs out with a step back. <laughs> That's so funny you did that because I was reaching for this. I know you were. I've known you long enough now. I was going to play game on, though. I feel like game on is more of an appropriate. Um, I su- this sucks, though, that Patterson. He's not, not coming. There. I know. I love Patterson. It's, you know that. Like, I'm going to do my best to get Patterson on a podcast this week. I'm going to try. So we got to deal with Jerry Kill. Hey, but you know what? The interim coach thing. It's like the Madden curse at this point with Iowa State, with interim coaches. Yeah. It's like, oh, win the last three. This is a... you got to win it now. This is... Like, a, what are the chances you lose four? Like, there's no way. No. It's a 15-point favorite. Right. Come on. I know Jerry Kill. I respect the man. He's done a great job at a couple stops, but this... Is he, does he have the Caesars under control? I, I, I'm only going to assume so. Okay. Well, that, no, that was yeah, scary. That was a like, scary deal. It seemed like every time he went out there yeah, for a was, while. It's kind of scary. Um... No, I think Iowa State, statement win, send all these guys out on a high note, and onward from there. God bless you, Bloomy. Thank you, pal. All right, uh, we have a jam-packed week. We have more podcasts coming up than we have days this week on the network. So enjoy. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate you guys. Later. Get it on. Game on.